Today is Monday, February 13th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Aura Ring, an easy-to-wear, water-resistant ring that delivers accurate, personalized health insights so you can work on building healthy habits. As I'm sure you've heard by now, the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl 38-35 against the Philadelphia Eagles last night. Though some might argue that Rihanna's combined halftime show pregnancy announcement was the true winner of the night. I am some people that might argue that. Aside from the score, let's break down the Super Bowl by the numbers. According to a recent survey from LendingTree, Americans plan to spend an average of $115 on Super Bowl Sunday, an increase of 31% from last year. A record 50.4 million people in the U.S. were expected to bet on the game, also up 30% from 2022, with approximately $16 billion spent on bets, which just happens to be how much fake wealth Sam Bankman-Fried lost when FTX collapsed, and also the estimated cost to rebuild Pakistan after last year's historic flooding. When it comes to commercials, according to AdAge, this year a 30-second Super Bowl commercial spot cost a record $7 million, up $500,000 from 2022. 90 seconds last night went to none other than Christ the Redeemer himself, as part of something called the He Gets Us campaign. That campaign is funded by a nonprofit called the Servant Foundation, which according to the president of the agency who created the ads, aims to increase the relevance of Jesus in American culture. Because if anything is hard to access in America, it is certainly someone willing to tell you about Jesus. It actually might be the one thing easier than buying a gun. What to know about the Servant Foundation is that they donated more than $50 million between 2018 and 2020 to the conservative legal advocacy group that helped get Roe overturned, and their own lawyers argued the Dobbs v. Jackson case before the Supreme Court itself. The founder of Hobby Lobby is unsurprisingly one of its major donors, and another prominent evangelical Christian who advises the He Gets Us campaign told the New York Times he thinks the ad would be successful if, quote, millions of people left with a question about who Jesus is and how to learn more. Sir, I really don't think Jesus needs your help getting impressions. He has literally every Sunday, also Christmas, Easter, Ash Wednesday, Good Friday, Passover on a technicality. He doesn't need a misogynist arts and crafts store to be his savior. It was generally kind of a weird weekend with three more flying objects shot down over the United States and Canada. Following last week's spy balloon incident, the first was shot down on Friday over Alaskan airspace, which the military said was flying at 40,000 feet and posed a reasonable threat to the safety of civilian flight before President Biden ordered it shot down. The second flew over Canada on Saturday, which Prime Minister Justin Trudeau shot down before determining what the object was. And the third was shot down by the U.S. military near Lake Huron in Michigan yesterday. Debris recovery and investigation into the source and purpose of these objects are ongoing, but the Deputy Pentagon Press Secretary said that the object shot down over the weekend didn't closely resemble the spy balloons sent last week by the Chinese government, and that there is no indication these objects were connected. I just know somewhere that Tom DeLonge is freaking the fuck out. Last week, the DOJ special counsel, who's overseeing the January 6th investigations into Donald Trump, subpoenaed Mike Pence to testify. Reporting from over the weekend now suggests that Trump's own lawyers are expected to fight Pence's subpoena on executive privilege grounds, 
which are realistically flimsy, but will probably serve Trump's actual goal of delaying his testimony for as long as possible. Meanwhile, on Saturday, the FBI conducted a voluntary search of Pence's home in Indiana for more classified documents, and they're expected to search his DC office in the coming days. Maybe the guys who are looking for more Jesus in America should get in on that. Two weeks ago, when the College Board announced that it would be making curriculum changes to the AP African American Studies course for high school students nationwide, they explicitly denied that any state officials, specifically Governor Ron DeSantis, had influence over the changes, and that the Florida governor's simultaneous war on textbooks was merely coincidental. However, now, a newly released letter from the Florida Department of Education to the College Board dated February 7th explicitly outlined the repeated discussions that both parties had throughout the past year. The letter documents multiple discussions between the Florida Department of Education and the College Board regarding AP course concepts that the state said it found objectionable. For example, Florida sent a letter last September saying that they would not add the class to the state's course directory without revisions. And in November, they held a meeting where the Florida DOE objected to concepts such as systemic marginalization and intersectionality that the College Board wanted to keep in the class. And of all the states in this great nation, the College Board said, yeah, let's just go with what Florida thinks. On Friday, the U.S. Agency for International Development announced that it will provide $85 million in funding to Turkey and Syria, as the death toll topped 34,000 people yesterday, with search and rescue missions still underway. On the ground, the World Health Organization described the situation as, quote, a lot of people surviving out in the open in worsening and horrific conditions. For our final story today, we have another congressional representative with questions about their alleged background. Newly elected Representative Anna Paulina Luna, from the state that is now running our entire education system, claimed to her constituents during her campaign that her father raised her as a messianic Jew and that she is, quote, a small fraction Ashkenazi. She actually said this in defense of Marjorie Taylor Greene, asking rhetorically why Marjorie would endorse her, a fractional Ashkenazi Jew, if she were really anti-Semitic. But that was then, because according to new reporting from the Washington Post, three of Luna's relatives say that her father was actually Catholic, and they don't know of him ever practicing any form of Judaism, messianic or otherwise. On top of that, immigration records reviewed by the Post show that not only did her paternal grandfather identify as a Roman Catholic when he emigrated from Germany to Canada in 1954, but several family members actually said that he served with the Nazis when he was a teenager in the 1940s though not necessarily by choice, they suggested. Luna, who was one of the far-right opposition to Kevin McCarthy's speakership at the beginning of this Congress, has also changed her own self-reported identity in the past decade. When she registered to vote in Florida in 2014, she checked off white, not of Hispanic origin, but checked off Hispanic when she re-registered to vote in Washington state in 2019. Looks like we have almost enough congressional frauds for a whole caucus now. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner, Aura Ring. I love that the Aura Ring can help me track things like my heart rate, activity levels, body temperature trends, sleep quality, and respiratory rate. So I can understand how my body is working and let's be honest, try to get better sleep and more activity. And of course, we have a special offer for you. Visit AuraRing.com morning to find the right ring for you and get $15 off your purchase. That's AuraRing.com morning. Don't forget to use our link to save $15 on your Aura Ring. 
And one more thing before we go. Today's Extra Extra episode, out this afternoon, explores the actual dangers of TikTok, how lawmakers are looking to ban it, and how easily the Chinese government really does have access to way more information than they should. Today's episode will be available in your morning announcements feed, and you can sign up for a seven-day free trial on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on Spotify, you can find it by searching Morning Announcements Extra Extra in your search bar for its own unique feed. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.